It's a big day. It's a big day. It's huge. We're we're at the we're at uh, so we're still on our way to to set the scene on the way to Boca Raton, Florida. You know, it's taken us for some reason like five days to even get there, but we're at the uh, adult bookstore off of I ninety and and threes is kind of sniffing around to see what's out there to see what we can just bring along with us. It's known as the best couples retreat outside of the pandemic. (laughs) It is. It is. I know. I'm excited. And then we're going to board a Carnival Cruise Line and take it to God fucking knows where. So I'm excited. Well, for I, that we, I, was under the, I was under the impression that we were boarding the, the cruise line just to go around the horn, go around the key. And we're just going from the, the east coast of Florida to the west coast in uh, two hours. Oh, that sounds perfect, dude. Just a huge skid mark across the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, that. what else do you want? You know, get a get a massage from a, a goofy mascot on the Disney cruise. You know, it's going to be oh, great. I'm excited. God. Well, I was under the impression that we were on the Disney cruise that's also the Nickelodeon cruise. Oh, sick. Uh, I which, is, which is also the Brazzers cruise. It's like a three for one. <laughs> oh, man. I was I wasn't aware that my ticket included all three. Like I can go to the nudie I can go to the nudie booth and you know get the experience of eating a uh, a bag of Dippin' Dots that's shaped like SpongeBob. So I'm excited. Well, it's the only cruise, as I understand it, where you can you they have a, a full set where you can sit there and pretend you're on casting couch, backroom <laughs> casting couch, while getting slimed. Oh, oh, dude, that is incredible! I'm excited for it. Well, like we were saying, I mean, like, I don't know that I could be any more excited for the things we were even talking about before we dropped. We were just saying, I mean, both of us were pretty wiped. You know, you've got fucking big shit. The rumble happened, which I want to hear about, of course. Um, well, we'll because... hear about that, but don't bury the lead here. You, yeah. you today, I'm, I'm going to put the numbers out there. You told, you, you, you told 1,712? Seven, I think it closed it. I don't, I'm not going to say I think, I'm, but I think that it was 1770 is the final 1770, one. 1770 yeah. at $5,000 each. You made $83 million today. <laughs> right? Exactly, dude. Yeah. 83 million in, but it was like uh, the contract was set up. So it was only in men's warehouse coupons. So I'm going to have like the sick, I'm going to have the sickest wardrobe ever. I'm going to have a bunch of like crotchless suit pants and stuff, but I, I can't really do anything else with the money. So I'm going to be chilling, but yeah, dude, I, I, it was, it, it was wild. And I appreciate, you know, you sent such a sweet note on Twitter. I'm like, I was, and you, you get it too. Like I don't, when these things happen, I'm like, I don't know how anybody keeps up with like, I know it's cliche to say, but like legit, I couldn't tell what was going on yesterday with the notifications. There's fucking 5,000 of them. I was just like, liking stuff and just hammering stuff out and going all crazy so i mean it was dude, it was it was honestly one of the coolest uh days i think i've i've had my life um you know as an artist and as, as kind of like the realization of so much hard work you know i think that was like, the craziest part well that's this is let's talk about that because that's a beautiful yeah. thing I've, I've had some big drops and the same thing for me they were like huge culminations of a lot of work right yeah and that's not what's been happening in the world a lot yeah right right yeah we there's been a lot of these huge drops with guys that are like throwing something together in 10 minutes and, <laughs> and it's how i mean i'm like you i i love it i love the fact that you're when you're doing this and it's it's happening the same week as all the rest you know you're in you're in with them you're going down <laughs> you're being measured you're being measured against the right. of the world right yeah. um and 
And to do that, but to have like an actual piece, like something important that you put so much work into. Yeah. It's going to stand out. I mean, over the, like in the long run, thanks, man. we're going to look at like the rest of the just fucking detritus that was dropped on us to just suck out a few million dollars (laughs) from nothing. Okay. (laughs) And then, and you, it's like, you've got a 69 page tome for our times. This is, I mean, mean, first of all, every, every NFT artist in the world should be reading your book. This, this, I'm going to call it a book. Can I call it a book? It is. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It is a book. Yeah, Yeah. Because we live it. Yeah, that's it. We are in that. It's a digital, like, yeah. And thank you, dude. Like, I seriously, I mean, the, the, uh, yeah, the, the kind words are, are honestly coming from somebody who I respect so much, as I told you in, in our DMs. I mean, I respect you massively as an artist, as a creative, as somebody who does see the insane work. Like, I think that that's when, when you are that hard of a worker, you can see that when in someone else's, you know, creation or, or the thing that they've, you know, manifested into the world. So I, 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 I truly appreciate that shit. And, yeah, it's like, um, it, it's, it's, uh, it really is. It's, I, I described it as a digital extension of, of all of us as our entire existence, because like anyone can open up that fucking DMs thing. And there is 5 billion parasites trying to leech off you. Some of them aren't even scammers. Some of them are just real parasites who want to, who want to exploit your art, who want to exploit you in, in a way that just isn't simply, you know, having you click a bad link. There's, there's it's, it happens all the time so i'm just like to be able to create that to be able to 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 yeah um essentially write the autobiography of kind of like our entire experience was it was a, a really wild wild trip man so here's what i think happens a lot is that in this space because we want to believe that this matters beyond us there's this we do we, do. we really do right <laughs> yeah um i i, I told my son uh, yesterday, I go, I'll give you $500 if we go to the MoMA tomorrow and you just walk around asking everybody who X copy is. <laughs> hey, did he do it? He's not enough. <laughs> he's like, nah. He's, he's trying to get $1,500 out of me. Uh, but, but the, you know, in, in all seriousness, we're a, this is a tiny, tiny yeah. micro economy of the world, right? Yep. A very small amount of people in this. There are as many people creating NFTs as there are buying them. Absolutely. For sure. Yep. And so it really is something that is, it resonates, man. It really speaks to who we are to, to open that up and see the, the approaches and to see, <laughs> it's so funny because I do the same thing. First of all, I try to hook up with each one of them. Yeah, I, 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 I go straight for the like. I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I just broke up with somebody. I'm looking for love. Honk, honk if you're horny. You're just slamming that horn. Just beep, beep, beep. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's incredible. But but you know it's like nonstop. We get these things, and it's something that that I don't know that like the general public understands as as much. I'm not saying that they, they don't. We everybody understands that yeah. the internet is full of this weird duplicity yep. and, and all this shit, right? But there's something about living in the NFT world, in the NFT mm-hmm. world, which it, it is. It's like the autobiography for our times. It's like it really is the definitive take in 69 exchanges yeah. of like what life is like right now. Yeah. 
Right. And I, yeah, it's like in, and in many ways I found it oddly, like sometimes I think I, I was talking on my spaces where some of the responses I found like kind of like humanizing where the person seemed to take sympathy on my plight in some ways where they would say like, Hey, are you okay? Is something wrong with you? You know? And again, it's like, you know, maybe they're saying that in a really kind of whatever negative way where they're, they're like questioning my sanity, which is of course me reasonable too. But I kind of looked at it like they, they, you know, they, they read the story about like a man dying of dementia at a, at a chessboard in the park and said like, fuck dude, this one hit me really hard. Like, are you okay that you've lost this friend of yours? Like Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Yeah, and that's, I, some of it is because some of it is AI. No, no. I w- Dude, no, I I don't even know how to use Chat GPT. No, I, no, no I, but I, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, well, this is this in, in all reality. Uh, Wombat, who's going to be on with us next week, right? Or we're going to record with her next week. Um, yeah, talks a lot about this, right? And a lot of her practice is built around around this idea. She's but, yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. But but honestly, they're reacting to your, you know, that's a real reaction. It could be a person who's genuinely there, and I think oh. a lot of the time it is. But it's it's this is the this is the mega machine learning sympathy and empathy <laughs> in you, and, and right. you are oh, you are training okay. the machine. You All right, personally now have taken it ten levels beyond everybody else. Just going block, get out of here, bro. No, you're okay. like engaging, and so they're learning. They're getting better each oh. time. This is fucking me up now. I see what you're saying. So yeah, this is like they they programmed their chatbot to initiate me, and that thing is now learning. Yeah, what it's like to experience heartache, what it's like to experience death and memory loss. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, we got to talk to Wombat about this. I, yeah, I'm like, I got, I, I'm I got, like, my whole world's fucked. I got one today that said, "Hey, friend. I hope you haven't had a loss in your family lately. But if so, <laughs> I would love to bring you on board to make merch for my." <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. If that, if that would be like my, I think that would be my walk away moment as an artist. If the bots start being like, Hey, I know you lost a, fa- a family member at a, at a chess park in the or a chess game at the park. Is everything okay? Can I help like restore your memories that you've lost? Is it, oh, that would be incredible. Hi, no, but, Have you been to steak and shake lately? <laughs> right. <laughs> have, you, have you huffed duster at Best Buy in the last five weeks? Man, well, no, dude, I appreciate all your kind words. I mean, like, and, and honestly, like, dude, it, I, I can't, it's like, you know, people will do the thing, shaking, shitting, crying, whatever it is. I, I honestly find it incomprehensible to describe the um, the kind of emotion to, ha- to have so many people find solace in this this thing and for so many people to find reprieve or retreat. So it's it's been really fucking crazy. And, no, I'm, I'm, um, I'm so happy for you. It's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I, I do, I've got some questions about it. And I want you to be honest. How did, did you deliver what you thought? Were you short? Were you above? Where is this exact? Did, did you go? Okay, this I'm going to do seventeen hundred and eight. Yeah. So I, so dude, I honestly had the expectation that I was going to maybe do two or three hundred or something. Like I, I and like I'm serious? not kidding. I just, really? well, I just did. I didn't know because it, it it is a it is a way different project. It's very peculiar and it doesn't fit any type of like standard. Like you were saying at the start of the pod where you see the things being released around and it's like, this exists in, in, in a world outside of that it completely. So I was just like, I don't know if people are going to fuck with it or like under or, or understand the nuance in it or yeah, find the, or, or find like the, the thing that they wanted to find in it. And I'm just like, I have, I had no clue. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. I mean, it's like, 
it, it was truly like a year's worth of, of work to get this thing together. So then to have it like do that, it was, it was just wild, man. I mean, yeah, you, you know, um, you know, the relief you feel after you launch and it like goes well. Cause I think that if it, if it, if it hadn't gone well, I would have been, I would have been pretty fucking, pretty fucking sad, dude. You know, like, well, yeah, actually, I, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm too surgical about my stuff, right? Like I'm, yeah. I, I genuinely like, I take pride in, in knowing pretty much down to the last ETH what I'm going to sell. Right. Like, it does. I, it does seem like you have a full, it seems like you ha- have an, a, an oddly calculate, like you're able to forecast very well, like what things yeah, are going to do. It's, you know? it's important to the way I do the project, just based on, on what I need to, to drive the narrative for, because every drop is leaving us somewhere else. Right. And so I, yeah, need, yeah, to, yeah. I, I need to get so many pieces out so that it can become the next thing, become the next thing. And so yeah. I, 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 I've been lucky in that for the most part, I've, I've, I've been right there. Right. But it, mm-hmm. I, I tried putting myself in your shoes uh, today and yesterday of like how exciting it is to not know, you know, to like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's out there. Like have at it if you want to. And it's funny. Like, I mean, I take it like, uh, I, I forget who I'm not even going to mention who it was uh, on Twitter or whatever, but there was like talk about, you know, the burn, like where, where it originated or whatever. And I, it's like, you know, I look at it, the, the thing that you've created, this fucking hulking beast that just plows forward and destroys everything in its path in terms of like, in terms of actual roadmap, you know, you, that term gets thrown around a fuck ton and it means absolutely nothing in most cases. Right. It's just like, here's a, so uh, an actual, you know, destination, an actual kind of, um, uh, an actual way to get there that is fun and exciting versus just like, here's the shit. So I looked at that in some ways and that's like how I kind of crafted the, like, you know, the, the County fair flea market and stuff. I'm like, Oh, this will be like a cool, you know, strange way that people have to make decisions on how they exchange or what, what they keep and stuff. And I don't think it's anywhere near as, as complex and nuanced as yours, but I, I did like, for sure, you know, look at your, your well, kind of uh, universe and say like, this is fucking awesome. You know, like this is well, how it, it's done. That's what I was talking about in, in, you know, one, it's one thing to have a 69 page book as your open <clears> edition, <throat> right? But it's also another, even if the mechanic is simply a redemption mechanic or a burn mechanic, which there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with it. That's a part of it, but it's actually leading itself down the narrative. I mean, yeah, to me, yeah. it's, to me it's the most excited I've been about a mechanic play. Okay. Oh, sick, dude. In a yeah. long time. Um, and it doesn't rely on silliness or goofy, you know, coded mechanics, which yeah. get a little wonky at best, right? No, this is, yeah. this is, you live in this world that, just like as we're talking about our road trip here, right? You create this parallel universe, this other space, and you ask the yep. collector to step into it. And yeah. by then taking them and saying, look, you can understand this is a book about these interactions that I've had, okay? Mm-hmm. And now as you read it and you're going to move through it, it's going to take you to this imaginary county fair. That right there, if you're, you're saying, oh, this is nothing like your mechanics and like that, and, and I'm, there's complexities of mine are my own cross to bear, right? But in all seriousness, <laughs> It, it's very much like mine in the sense that none of mine is wasted. It's not just for, for just because I want to get more money. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Something. And by yeah, you doing it's, this, it's opening up the door to a lot more down the road 
narrative wise that yeah. builds into a well, real universe. Well, thanks, dude. And that's and I and it's funny because when I you know when I look at the grotto, the members of the grotto, the dedication stuff, you really do get the, you get the fucking smell of freshly cooked popcorn. You get the the banging off the dirt on the cleats. You get the entire like you get the baseball experience in in its entirety when you're collecting those cards, when you're looking at them, when it's like this whole world that's being built and stuff. So I mean, yeah, I I I get the parallel there for sure. Where it's like, no, this isn't just this isn't just a, a piece. This is an entire universe that, that I want, that we want someone to breathe in and, and be fully present in it. I, it, you know, it took a while. I had, I had to debut <laughs> the concept. I had to get collectors to somewhat engage and understand it. And then slowly we, we built. Going into to late last year, we were at a point where we all understood things so well that I could say, okay, now the, what I need from you is to really understand the duality that we're faced with here. And that is yeah. when, when you step into the threesomes universe, you are genuinely a part of this. You're, you're taking on your new name. Okay. You're taking on the understanding that this is not American baseball. This is not what's going on out there. This is where we have this right. madness that plays out. Right. Um, and really committing to it. And, and so people, you know, own the franchises, play for the franchises, work mm -hmm. for the franchises, the front offices, you know, live out their lives in that. And then, you know, we, we're, we're the biggest baseball project in the NFT space for whatever. And we're not about baseball. No, you know? it's about and, and anybody yeah. in the ground understands that right outside. Everybody <laughs> looks at us and, and, and imagines, but, but inside, like we, I, you know, yes, I have a baseball background. I'm not really into baseball, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like, it's more about, it's more about observing the absurd in many ways, you know, like the glory yeah. hole cards, the coders, the crazy girlfriend. It's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of also, well, in many ways, obviously a story of like our existence too, you know, like it's in, in many ways, that's what it is. Like, it, I mean, it's, it's it, as much as your, your piece that you just dropped is about what it's like to live in this NFT world. Everything I do is a commentary on what it's like to live in this NFT world and what this yeah, whole, yeah. this whole infrastructure and economy plays out right so we live in yeah. it. i mean the grotto that's a big part of what we talk about at all times yeah. you know i don't know if you, i know you didn't see it because um but you were being you were being bugged about buying your richard right yeah so, i've been getting freaking i've been getting so many i get to open up the tab on object and i've got like 50 offers on i'm like i'm not fucking selling that card I, it's a great card like i'm sorry so here's here's what i did yesterday i announced okay that anybody who holds the richard and richard being richard from manifold Okay. Yep. Yep. So I paint. I painted him. That's an actual. I painted that based on a picture of him on his on a stage at a panel with me. Okay. <laughs> so recreated it. And so I've got that's Richard incredible. there, who is the one behind all of these open editions. It's Manifold that's making them all possible, and he's guiding yep. people through the mechanics and everything. Yep. And so, because earlier I'd painted all of the famous NFT artists that play for the NFTs, right? Yep. We've now decided that you take a Richard. And you you get to choose. You pair it with one of the other NFT artists that you own. Okay. Gotcha. And starting Monday, we count 12, 12 months in the future, 365 days from now. Okay. And we see 
of all of the, the possible ones, there's 19 possible artists that I've painted, okay? Mm-hmm. Who releases an open edition on Manifold. Oh, shit, dude. Okay? <laughs> and so you pick one, and then I'll paint a new thing that will, will evolve over time because there's three things you're trying to do. You're either trying to have the most yield, the best return on that open edition, yeah. or the worst return on that open edition, or that rare chance that somebody is strong enough not to mint an open edition. <laughs> and so, so will, so will the points for the person who doesn't uh, mint, so that will those be greater than the accumulation of, of folks who did and, and crushed yet? Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the crowning jewel is if somebody can make it 12 months without doing an open edition <laughs> already, you know, more than half of them are already, have already minted. And so yeah. you'll be tracking their drop price again yep. 12 months from now and that includes Damn. all of the derivatives everything come out of it okay and and we're going to try and so you're trying to either pick the best the worst or or those who managed not to do it so. dude that is that's crazy dude so how many so so i'm assuming folks are like rushing to get a richer that they can pair yeah. with one of their already existing yeah, artist cards they, right they, they sold the three of them were sold at like 350 this week and and you know the previous high i think was about 200 so they're they're running you know i think oh yeah if if another one sells it'll probably sell in the 500 range but they're also just it like a lockdown. like people don't there's only 88 of them so yeah i'm not yeah that's why yeah. i have no interest in even fielding any oh, yeah. i may i may i may list for like 10 years something and see if somebody finds <laughs> that's about all it is yeah but, but, but it's just solutions. it's just a fun thing so this is just something that comes about now if you think about this i painted richard in december of 21 yeah okay i had already painted the bulk of the of the the artists before that i painted some over the summer for the nifty gateway drop Right. Mm-hmm. When I painted Richard and these 19 artists who now yep. look, I tweeted about it yesterday. We made like this bingo board with everybody on it. OK. Uh, X copy likes it. Uh, thank you. X replies to it. Uh, Ness replies to it. Like Catherine replies to it. Slime Sunday replies to it. Too much light replies to it. Like they all are just like feeding into it. It's great. It's an it's an <laughs> incredible idea. And it's like. And it's really, you know, an, an ode to those artists, obviously, who people who we, you know, respect the hell out of. So it's like sick, dude, you know, like, yeah, it's all good. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. Well, dude, I also saw your NFT yearbook cover was freaking sick, by the way. Um, so you, that, man. that, yeah. So what, so what was that? Like, I didn't look, I didn't like, I was able to zoom in on it, but it looked like an old school, you know, classic like yearbook actual yearbook with the pictures of the people out like in their like you know class photo or, or whatever right, so that's how, that's how we like structured it but what they are those are the threesies so those are the generative pieces right oh okay okay yeah, like yeah, 200 yeah. of them right where the, i let the the, the the transactional hash tell me which of the traits of all of my paintings to paint on there and then they combine and so you know like gotcha. kitsch has one um kitsch what is what is yours uh, are you can you, you unmute you've got um a bra on the head, uh, which comes from one of the coders. Yeah, here you go, Kitch. What, what, what's your threesies? Uh, I just changed my uh, my picture. Hold on, let me look at it. Yeah, it's bra on the head. I got the Picasso shirt on. Which you know, is Michael got... Franklin. That's Michael yeah. Franklin. Yeah. Hold on, holding, are, are you holding a cat or, or? Yeah, I think I got a cat in one hand, but just one cat. Some people have two cats, which is. And so all of these pieces are, are determined by 
uh, do you have a, you have a, the bra on the head, right? But they're determined by the, the chain telling me which of the traits from all of my old paintings to then paint on this character. So I take three oh, of my PFP and then wait to be told. They, they buy them blind and then, yep. and then I paint each one of them. Then, so, so throughout the life, throughout the life, yeah, there's, 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 there's reference to the glory holes that reference to Buddy Bradford <laughs> nice. and all that. And nice. so through, throughout, throughout all of it, right? They can burn away the traits for mm. utility. So he could theoretically burn away the bra on the head. I would then go in and paint over the bra and and remove it from the painting. Damn. The physical, so these. The yeah. Wow. So so each one. So uh, every single physical painting is more or less its own thing. Because like, what if yeah. somebody else? Oh, that's no. insane, dude. Yeah. Because that combination. And, and it has traits between seven and 13 traits sure, sure. by the blockchain. And those traits are alive and can be done. Man. And then at any point, they can redeem them for the <laughs> actual physical. They can burn the whole thing. They lose all NFT utility and becomes the physical painting. Like, if that's the only, I won't sell my physicals. You have to get them through the threes. That's, part. that is awesome. Yeah. Do you, do you find a lot of people? I mean, like, I would, I would want a fucking card. Like, do you find a lot of people getting a physical? Has anyone burned them all to get the physical? I feel like. I feel like it would be a no-brainer in some way because I would really want a physical, but... Well, you don't understand how powerful my utility is. Um, <laughs> well, it's true. It's definitely true. <laughs> but I, but I, I would, a card would be sick to have, for sure. Well, like, and so, yeah. so we have people that have said that they're going to. Uh, we don't have any claims through yet, right? Wow. And so, yeah, and so um, they also, as they progress, the traits you know, become more powerful and, and can unlock more in the universe. So like to defrock the Cardinale, which is coming up here in the end of February, mm -hmm. right? I remember, yeah, yeah. Take the Roman Catholic Cardinale and paint them as the reason they're not in the Catholic Church. The three is <laughs> any of the traits that have the, like a Roman Catholic cross or, or a meter or a, or a cape, they'll help offset that and make it cheaper on you to, to Gotcha. Well, so, dude, how how do you how in God's name do you like keep track of all this shit? Uh, like, I I have no, you know, like there's there's so many complexities. You know, do you have a Bible that you go? Oh, you have a, you have a, a lamin are those laminated note cards I see in the? Oh, they're not, not laminated. laminated. A lot of them have uh, <laughs> Dr Pepper and barbecue sauce on them. <laughs> nice. I was going to ask, by the way. Also, you're a diet Dr Pepper guy. Is that right? Yes, did you right. did you ever dabble? Do you ever dabble in the full steam stuff? Or because I like I, I like the I regular Dr Okay. I used to. I used to. Um, during different parts of, parts of my life, you know, I went from being an athlete, very, very active, and I would drink Dr. Pepper and, and rock it out. But then I become, you know, sort of an executive, more sedentary, and I just pack on yeah. the pound. And so I went to yeah. Yeah. do this. And so I same thing. Threesomes uh, very much needs his diet, Dr. Pepper, because, uh, you know, I, I'm either painting or on the microphone 22 hours a yeah. day. So, how, many are you how many are you drinking a day at this point? Oh, I mean, I I think my average since I was about nine is around 18. 18 a week or? A day. <laughs> right? Just every kidding. hour? It's, it's like changing. It's not hyperbole. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's an insane. What do you go to? I have two to get me through this pod. Holy shit, man. I mean, I like that. Dr. Pepper's not. It, it doesn't get as much love as it should, man. It's a great, it it's a great it, pop. It, it, it's it's what it's all about. I, I love you saying pop. You're such a Midwesterner. We look. Why don't we pick up? I see, I see sort of a uh, a lady that oh, we on got the side some... of the road needs a ride. Oh shit! Oh shit! Here we go. Yeah, we need to we need to uh, bring one more person on the Carnival Disney Brazzers cruise line. So we got somebody here. I don't know who it is. Who we got? 
Hi there, you need a ride? Yeah, I need a ride. I'm going Oh, my God. oh my God, it's Emperor's Trash. Fuck yeah, what's going on? Hi, hi. How are you guys hey. doing? Oh, we're just How celebrating Dai's big drop. Yeah. We had quite the drop today. It was, it was nuts. Drop? You had the drop today? Yeah. yeah uh, it was good. like, yeah, it was yesterday and today. It was like this crazy... Uh, book of scammer replies that I illustrated where like I like plunge people into these like horrifically sad circumstances I don't know I think it technically qualifies as trash art which I which I feel like I want to shift into pretty quick because as you as everyone knows we have the queen of trash art with us here um, Empress Trash um, an incredible artist incredible person like I feel like we vibed immediately when we started talking and yeah. like you're your art is the shit. Your whole vibe is the shit. Like, I feel like you have an in- incredible resolution and you don't bend on shit. And it's just like, <laughs> you get what you get, which is like a, a, a really kind of rare thing in this space sometimes. It's just like, that's the consistency. It's Empress Trash. She's fucking awesome. Well, I think that of both of you. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> which is why oh, I yeah. like both of you. Um, and yeah, I actually, I always thought you were trash art guy. Uh, Josh, you thought I was who? Josh Groban? No, I thought you were trash art. <laughs> oh, trash art. I was like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I can't believe Emperor's trash that I was Josh yeah, Groban like, trying Josh to infiltrate Groban. the NFT scene. I'm like, what an odd observation, though not not um completely false. I guess I could be a deep fake of Josh Groban. You could be. I don't know. I don't I know your she, story. I, I, well, I, say I do, but I, I don't think know. she said that you're you're trash art. Yeah, I agree. Trash, yes. or trash, yeah. trash. Yeah. You are trash. <laughs> well, so um, so where did it, so where did it all? Yo, threes, go ahead. Ask away. No, I don't have anything to say. I was just. Well, oh, gotcha. here's, 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 here's First of all, I need to know: Are you down in Mexico? Yeah, I'm in Mexico City. So that's your gig now, right? Like that's that's where you are. You based in Mexico full time? Yeah, I decided awesome. to stay here. Um, I just. So that's a fun story. Let's hear it. <laughs> it was Dude, nom- I, was, I was being nomadic and I was traveling around. I left the Bay Area and I traveled around like all around the Southwest United States. Um, just put my stuff in a car, me and my dog. And I went to tech. I made my way to Texas and I made my way back to LA because I had a show in LA. And then when I was in LA, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing now. Oh, I don't know if I can swear. Sorry. <laughs> No, you can't. I've been dropping F-bombs. I've been dropping so many F-bombs. Okay. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I put a Twitter poll of where should I go next? North, south, or east? And Mm. (laughs) everyone voted Tijuana. And so (laughs) not everyone, but the vast majority, like 80% or something. So I went to Tijuana and then I was like, well, I'll just like hang out here for like a month and then go back to the United States. But then while like while I was there, I'm like, you know what? Mexico is really cool. And then the Roe v. Wade stuff happened. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh wait, like America is not really cool right now. And mm-hmm. I ended up just deciding to stay. And I traveled down the Baja Peninsula. And then I like was in a small fishing village for a while, just like vibing. And then I went to La Paz, which is like a beach. City, and then I went to Miami and in Miami I remember I was at the rare Pepe party and I was talking to someone 
And then they're like, man, Miami. Ugh. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I just want to go home. And they're like, <laughs> did you just call Mexico home? And I'm like, I did. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, as someone who doesn't like feel like I'm just don't feel at home in a lot of places. That was like mm. a moment for me. And so when I was heading back to La Paz, I was like, fuck it, I'm moving to Mexico City because there are so many crypto artists here and there's so much here. And yeah. it's like, it's always something, but it's also like really laid back and chill because it's Mexico. It's not, mm -hmm. it's still not the same vibe as like American cities. And yeah, I've been here <laughs> since the beginning of the month and I plan on staying here indefinitely besides traveling like i have to come back to you for the visa reasons i have to come back or leave the country at least every six months and come back and then mm. but otherwise like i'm just planning on staying here for a while now, is, there, is, there, is there a scene i mean yes. I, I, yeah yes. like, like weekly meetups, <laughs> like hundreds meetups. of artists so, are here like incredible yeah and it's crypto art scene like every weekend yeah. And there's a few times a week, like, I'm invited to things, like, there is, like, Gus Gorlisaka, I'm so bad at saying words, but um, he has a Pepe house here, and they have, like, stuff a couple times a week, and they're, like, next week I'm going to, like, a charity, a crypto charity thing for, like, helping children, and, like, a fundraiser, yeah. and, like, there is a scene here, there's actually... Um, David Valley, the I just say the Valley, but like they actually call it Crypto Valley because there's so many crypto artists wow. and crypto people here. Um, it's just it's a hub, and people are traveling here all the time too. Um, so what's super nice is not only is there a scene here, like people are like, oh, I'm coming to Mexico City for X Y Z. I see you and it's like so I really feel like I've been in isolation a long time like in the desert so like right. being here has really put me in the center of everything and it's amazing I love it here so much yeah oh, have you have you, yeah. have you have you adapted pretty quickly like I know that you know reading your tweets I remember you had yeah. you were talking about like the kind of vibe of desert isolation I for sure fuck with that vibe massively yeah. it's like i like i i love like uh you know heavy metal like all the metal bands that kind of just like birthed out of the desert many do i like love that entire vibe like do you find yourself uh do you find yourself at all overwhelmed by the prospect of leaving that and getting back into this and do you feel yourself seeking that isolation again or do you feel like you've like fully you know gone in on kind of a, a really beautiful community in mexico city I'm easing my way in because I can get overwhelmed pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and like last year it was like extreme isolation and then I'd go to events and then it would be like people, 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 <laughs> and then I'd go back to extreme isolation. Yeah. So I'm um, here, I'm trying to like at least make myself go out once a week and like see people, but I do keep to myself a lot. But there yeah. are like a couple artists who are like right my neighbors, but they're also introverts. So like, <laughs> like nice. It I sounds like the perfect scenario, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, this and, is the thing. Uh, uh, Don, do you get to go to, to to many in real life things, or is it like a destination not, and you do? It is right because you're uh, not like an indie hardcore crypto art scene, right? No, no, nobody. Yeah, nobody really says that Northern Indiana is the uh, the pinnacle of, of crypto art <laughs> for sure. I, it doesn't have the same uh, draw as Mexico City, I don't think. So yeah, well, I, you I, know what? I, you don't get there. Give us some time. You're still early. 
build a couple more outbacks. You're the progenitor. You're the godfather of the northern Indiana. That's right. What I I find fascinating, right, is is what what Ember Strash is saying here. That, you know, a lot of us are actually very, I'm terribly introverted, right? Mm -hmm. And anybody who's been live at the grotto with me knows that's a ridiculous thing to say. Okay, but it's true. Like I, I never leave my house. I never. I'm in New York. I never go out, right? And and that's sort of my thing. But I do like that as threesomes. I go to these things. I like try to go out in L.A. I, you know, I'm much better going out in L.A. than I'm in New York. But still, I go to these things, and it's for me like this awakening and this ex- explosion of who I am. For just a little bit of time, then I can go back and never go out again for a couple <laughs> weeks, right? But but I really feel that be, like we're most artists have you know some some edge to them, but I really feel like a lot of the crypto artists are really crazy introvert homebody. We've all lived in front of our computers for so long, right? Mm-hmm. And that now when we do get together, we're all doing it sort of learning together. Like it's yeah. like it's we're figuring out how to be like these social animals in ways that we never yeah. had. Yeah, and it's like, and I don't like thinking about it as performative because I don't think of myself as a performative artist, but there is a level of performance to it too because people think Emperor's trash and they think like a certain <laughs> persona or something and they don't, like, unless they get to take time to get to know me, like, they think mm-hmm. I'm just like this shit talking, like, whatever. I don't know what they think. Everyone thinks something <laughs> different. Yeah. And so like some like at first, like when I started going to events, I felt like a pressure of like I have to like be someone or something. They're like expecting some sort mm-hmm. of like Whoa. grand show. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, I'm just a weirdo. I'm just a really weird <laughs> right. Like I'm I actually like when I go to events, I'm more of an observer and a listener anyway. Like I'm not someone who necessarily likes being center of attention, mm-hmm. but I do like going to things because I like seeing what people are about. And I like just people watching and I like, you know, taking it in because that helps inform me too, because it's really easy when you're an introvert to just be like in your head and not really like taking in the world around and I think like if I don't push myself as an artist to like be out and connect with other people I won't be able to make art that relates to other people Mm -hmm. exactly Um, yeah because I'm like way in my own weird little reality and like people some people may like it but at some point like I think it becomes completely disconnected from like whatever bigger narrative is going on and um, like, I think like we have the benefit of online, like kind of like staying in touch and like with Twitter and all the like different discord telegrams, all the different ways, but there's something different about in-person interaction that like, you just can read people better. You can know what they're about mm-hmm. better. You can like just absorb different things better. So like, I, that's why ultimately I decided here because I saw it as like, the place where like it was between here and LA but LA is too expensive for me right now but they're the two places I know the most artists and mm-hmm. for here 
like it's a bigger city than LA and I feel like it's more actually like a lot of cosmopolitan things are here it's bigger than any city in America yeah I've never lived in like a city of nine million people and I've never like I barely know Spanish and it's like for me it's also that challenge of like okay I want to connect with other people but it's also a different culture than what I was raised and so yeah like yeah you see, yeah, you've been yeah. to the pool, and I like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes flailing in the deep end is better than waiting stagnantly in the shallow end. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and I feel like, and that's what I think that what what um, I pick up from you quite a bit is possibly, or possibly, I don't know. Let me know if this is accurate, but like, I feel like those those in real life interactions and living in a city like that, like, I'm a big, and I, I think maybe you are too, but I don't know, like a big like energy, like an energy exchange person where it's like energy in energy out like there's this constant like shift of like things you don't get that just like sitting behind a keyboard all the time do you feel it you feel that way like yeah do you feel like it's this like kind of energetic propulsion that that city has over you and like the people in it and stuff yeah and also like because you know i'm from the midwest i think i told you that you did yeah yeah in the interview Um, because that's the reason i relate to like your work and your art a lot (laughs) because i grew up in northern minnesota and i grew up very in nature and like I think that gave me like a certain sensitivity to like energies and the climate around me whether it be like nature based or human human based which is nature still it's just Mm -hmm. a little different um and so definitely like where I am impacts me a lot and like that's why also like I was going on a journey to try to figure out like where it is that my energy synchronizes with a lot. And so Mm -hmm. this gets into like, actually a weird long-term goal of mine has always been to like travel around to like all the different big mountains in the world, like the big, big, big boys. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And just like hang out on them and paint like weird abstract stuff based off of like what I feel (laughs) from the mountains. And Mexico City is, 1.5 1.5 miles in the like altitude like it's yeah, not it's not weird. it's not yeah. <laughs> and I was like well maybe I don't necessarily need to travel around to different mountains for a while what if I just live on top of a mountain like a sea of human thought and foreign human thought but it's also a mixing pot because there's a lot of Europeans here there's a lot of Americans here like and just like see how that impacts my art and impacts me as a person and it's been an adjustment being here like I was sick mm-hmm. for the first week um altitude sick and like, oh all, shit and I also think it's like the energy like I'm just adjusting like it's not just yeah. altitude, I'm adjusting to like all the different energies around yeah and I was at sea level and then I came up to <laughs> yeah right. and yeah so and I mean yeah, I'm going on a month almost here, and I love it. I mean, you don't you don't appear sickly anymore, thankfully. No, like I was, <laughs> right? I was like, <laughs> like dying. I'm dying. Like this, yeah, sucks. yeah. And then it's like I'm this... trying to do work, and I'm like, guys, I'm dying. I'm dying yeah, for sure. So, I, real quick on on the scene there, you know, you're talking about there being obviously as a city, it's cosmopolitan. It's got you know people from all over. Is the the crypto art scene is it is it international as well is it predominantly mexican or it's predominantly latin american um okay. and predominantly mexican um but there are people here from europe like anna hoy is here and she's from berlin um uh pablo ricasso 
Um, he's from Denmark. He's here. He's like in the Pepe stuff. Um, there are two people I know for sure, like that I've talked to one on one that live here. Um, and there's more. Um, and Judy Mam is here right now. She's originally from here, but she lives in New York. Um, so, but she's here until March and she comes back here periodically. So um, these are like, those are people I've had firsthand contact with so far. Um, and that I met when I came here for like an event back in November. But um, I know there's more than that because there's a whole, like there's a whole neighborhood that is kind of international and like really like the American international neighborhood. And that's kind of where like all the like not Latin American people are. Mm. And um, I haven't really gone in that neighborhood yet. Um, I live like in between that neighborhood and the crypto neighborhood. Cause I'm like, well, I'm kind of in between that. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's definitely it's I it's very mixed overall and it's very welcoming and it's very warm and I love it. And so have you have you created a piece yet that that has been directly fueled by that energy you were talking about? Like that after you've recovered from being sickly, um, like that you've that you've been like, all right, now this is this positive force in me that's kind of guiding my pen, or are you still kind of like digesting, figuring it out? Yeah, I haven't fully transmuted all of that yet. Mm, and, yeah, um, yeah, I have made work, but it's not. It's stuff that it's like processing things from before. It's not like directly yeah. right here yet. I got you. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm curious. Um, it's been a while since we saw each other. It's been you know since Miami to 21, right? Yeah, and because somebody was crazy. You were you were way too like, this Miami. You're way too popular. Oh. Wait too cool to come out of the grotto. It's okay. <laughs> I'm too tired to come out late. It's like, <laughs> but, but here's the thing: the fact of the matter is, in all, and this is this is what I want to know. If we go back to 21 when we met, we hung out for the week, right? You were Empress Trash, but I think that was that was an aspirational uh, title. And now here you are, and you really are like the Empress of Trash. Right, like yeah. you. What's it like in into in, in a year to really take shape and 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 hold of of a scene like you have? I mean, you um, become a, a prominent prominent player in that scene. A lot of shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! A lot of meditation. Um, when I realized I actualized Empress Trash on an international level so i think it was always in me mm -hmm. it was always there and it was like i was trying to understand it but it was when like i had a piece of work exhibited on the same day in two locations and one of the locations was in like projected on dumpsters behind a school <laughs> in l.a <laughs> and then the other location was at the TED Talk conference in Vancouver, which is like yeah. <laughs> a $10,000 ticket to get into that. Right. And I was like, this is Empress Trash. Like, and it was the same yeah. exact piece in both places. And it was the two boots, like my two boots, which I wear my yep. boots at all the events. And um, they, it was like one foot in each realm where it's like, okay, I'm the trash i'm the dumpster diva i'm the gutter punk that has come from nothing but then also here is my piece 
in like one of the most elite events in the world mm-hmm. being displayed next to like people and ferocious and food <laughs> and everything. And I think it took that much, like and not much in my face for me to be like, oh my God, I get it. I get who I am and I get what role I'm playing in all of this. Like, I think I, it was just like, I knew, but I didn't know if that makes any sense at all until it's like the super extra thing that I didn't even like coordinate it. It's just like everything aligned to that. And then it happened and it like, I was like, oh shit, this is it. It's like, I'm bridging these two worlds in some way um, that I still don't even completely comprehend, but it's like, that's what it is. Well, I think it's like, it's such a beautiful distillation of how art can exist and and how like your kind of vibe or presence or like three said, like the realization of Empress Trash exists kind of outside of any type of like normal, you know, perception of anything. It's like, yes, this sick ass piece of art can be displayed on a fucking rat, a carry on corpse of a rat behind a fucking Best Buy. Or it can also be displayed here and it can be appreciated in both ways because that's like, you know, that's the existence that you kind of realize in some way. So it's really cool to, to hear that and that, and how it culminated in that, you know, that's freaking rad. Yeah. yeah. And like for me, like my whole life, I was wanting to be like internationally exhibited and then for like all of that to happen like it did and um, it really like it actually threw me for an existential crisis for a while which is part of like why I isolated more because I was just Mm -hmm. like I don't understand anything happening right now um but that was really valuable for me because I think like I had to really take time and I think this is something underappreciated sometimes it's like people want to go 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 and grow grow Mm -hmm. grow but I was like okay I got to this point and I have no fucking clue what I'm doing now (laughs) Like, I've never done this before. I've never gotten here before. And, like, just taking that time to, like, think about it and feel it and know, like, it happened and not just keep moving forward. Like, things still keep making me move forward, but it's, like, I'm now, I go with the flow now. Like, people ask me what my future plans are, and I'm, like, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Like, I, like... I didn't even know we were going to be doing this interview. I knew we were going to do an interview, but I didn't even know about this interview until last night. Like it was today. And I'm just like, whatever, because I'm always living in the moment. And I think that is how I keep navigating is just like being in the moment. Um, Because if I try to future plan too much, I feel like it closes the possibilities of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And if I just sit in the moment and roll with it, like shit just happens. And I, it's fun that way it's like being a passenger in my own story <laughs> <laughs> and it probably makes it more joyful when because yeah you're not just you're not just in this like horrific grind you know like so yeah you're enjoying these experiences and these moments it like way more holy I feel like than if you were just like it's this then this then this then this it's like no I'm just gonna be kind of this like just like i don't know just kind of drifting around as you did to tijuana and like just experiencing things holy so that's a it's a really rad way to look at it and i think i could certainly use a little bit more of that energy for it so i'm like happy we're talking because i'm like it's a sick perspective on stuff yeah you know what you can do well, no, I, I got a little advice for die 
you should ask for an extra two weeks off from your nine to five fucking job. <laughs> so you can for two more weeks, let yourself you know, go and, and, and exist in this realization that you're having. <laughs> then you can go back to PetSmart and, get, and, and get do whatever <laughs> Well, it was, I'm, I'm a I'm an assistant manager at O'Reilly Auto Parts, as you recall. So that's, <laughs> that's a great. Pet Smart, O'Reilly Auto Parts, it's all the same. They're all the same, right? Yeah. Well, I, I'm teasing. He's got. He's still working a straight gig, and he's afraid. Yeah. He's terrified to to join us on this I life am. that we found. Yeah. It's it's horribly scary, but just. Fuck it. <laughs> Just do it. Like I, I quit my job within a few months of being a crypto artist. And I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen. And yeah. in April I will be on two years of crazy. And it's... like, am I super rich? No. Am I getting by? Yeah. Like I'm always fed and housed and yeah. Um, this is not financial advice at all, though. No. I'm well, I'm, I'm taking it. I'm I taking just, it. Is. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm but, a weirdo punk who has no, like, my only responsibility is to art, and that's how my life is. Um, but can, I don't but could, have, but yeah, I don't have, yeah. I don't have kids, yeah, it's like, I don't have a partner, I'm, I have my yeah. dog that I have to worry about, that's it. Yeah, it's almost like, can you live a more full life though at that point than, than you're currently living? I would argue not. You're doing you're doing exactly what you want. You're living where you want. You love what you do. You've become, you know, this kind of icon. It's it's pretty wild. Like I'm picking up some crazy threes. You might be right. Maybe time to hang up the old cleats at um at Pet Supplies Plus, man, because I'm picking up these like incredible vibes from Empress right now that's just like, dude, like fuck, she 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 gets it, you know gets life she does yeah sometimes is this the best run of your life pepper stress oh the last year yeah mm-hmm. like i well so like i had a shitty childhood and i had like i was in like vicious cycles as an adult with like addiction to different things and mm-hmm. also like abuse like I just constantly would get in abusive relationships and um a year before I got into crypto art like I ended a really bad like relationship um that really messed me up and at that point I was just like I'm only gonna do things for myself and then like I'm not dating for a while and then I got into crypto art and then I was like okay I'm gonna like for real focus on art for like a while like I'm gonna do this and then within a year of that like I was internationally exhibited and that's mm-hmm. when I was like that for me was like that is a really I bring it up a lot because it was a huge turning point for me to prove to myself like this is something you can do and that's when I was like oh shit like this whole time my issue has just been like I let people like take from me too much and like I haven't been putting back into myself and now that I'm like minimally putting back into myself like this huge thing has happened and it's like well what if I go deeper what if like I really really like root out some of the really shitty shit that I've internalized and then I like really put back into myself like what will come from that and a lot and it just keeps growing and 
um now it's to the point like I feel like I can connect with like others who are doing the same easier and I'm not so like the like mm -hmm. I still get crazy sometimes because of <laughs> like I'm just mm -hmm. like paranoia is the worst but where I'm just mm -hmm. like what are you gonna do are you gonna mess with me um but overall like it's just that feeding into myself and it's like when you're working for someone else you're feeding them like no matter like mm -hmm. how mundane the job is like mm -hmm. you're still feeding their dream and what they're doing and like I know people need to eat and I know people need to like have a certain standard of living and everything and but I still like for me I'm just like you need to like at least like make sure you're taking care of yourself and like doing mm -hmm. the right thing for yourself it's just I think like I go to one extreme because I experienced such other extremes when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And so it's like now the other extreme is starting to manifest itself mm -hmm. um, to like, cause life is just a balance. So yeah. yeah, it's And there's still a fear, like at any point, it's all going to just disappear. Right. I'm going to go back to like being a gutter, gutter crazy lady. But, <laughs> but that's, that's also, that's a part of, of what? keeps you sharp and keeps you focused yeah right yeah right it is I, mean, I, I think i think we need to change this this entire show into pep talks to get that with the most likes to stop <laughs> we should yeah i've got i'm i gotta i actually have to to get out of here in a second but yeah, I, I mean i think that's a, I, I think that's a really beautiful way to leave it even it's, like i mean it's yeah, right. My smoke breaks over, but I mean, yeah, it was an incredible, like, incredibly enlightening interview. I, I so I appreciate your time. Like that, you know, last like you know soliloquy you went on was such an incredibly powerful thing to listen to. I really was. Like, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm a, I'm a changed man. I, 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 I feel it. It's awesome. Well, please, we need more meat art. <laughs> right, meat and trash art. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this is great as usual. I thank you. Congratulations again on a huge day. Um, thank you. Seriously, very proud of you. And yeah. really great to see you, Empress Trash. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Great. I love this. Wish we had more time to talk. We'll do it yeah. again. Soon. That's what we, we do. will. We do it great. Yeah. We're yeah, adults. We well, I mean, some of us are. Some of us still work at O'Reilly's. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll do it soon. Quit All right, O'Reilly's. And come visit Mexico City for a couple of weeks. Fuck, yeah. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. See you next Cheers. week. Right. Bye. Okay, later. Bye. Thank you, guys.